there. Welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Riding solo again after an FA Cup win, although we hopefully will be joined by Tommy a bit later on. Uh, but if not, you're stuck with me, I'm afraid. But it is a happy show, being that we've uh, just won 3-0 in the FA Cup into the fifth round. A very professional performance. We'll get into all of that and a load of other things uh, in between now and the end as well. Uh, please hit the like, subscription button, subscription button, the subscribe button and the notification bell. Also, if you like a bit of magic, go over to my other channel, Chris Magic. Uh, there's a trick coming on there every Wednesday, 7.30pm UK time. Uh, but hit the notification bell on that and let's talk Tottenham. And then you don't have to remember when we are going live. But yeah, please hit the like and the subscription and the notification bell. Really, really helps the channel. And get all your comments and questions in in this show as well. I'll try and go through as many as I can. Uh, but let's start off uh, the big news that has, well, news that has come out literally just now. Uh, they're doing the FA Cup draw and we are away to either Wrexham or Sheffield United. And the better man than me would say Sheffield United had their scare against Wrexham yesterday. Wrexham in, in a lot of leagues further down, an absolutely superb performance. Very unlucky last minute goal. Uh, but it's not a foregone conclusion that Sheffield United will win that. But I would think at home after, uh, you know, almost having a giant killing uh, they'll do a professional job and win that. Uh, and then they come to us. Um, Wayne Bonner, a uh, good draw in the cup. Tottenham versus Man City final this year. That would be good. That would be good uh, in the final. I'll be in San Diego in the final. So nice opportunity to get up early in the morning if that happens. But as long as we win a cup, I couldn't really care less who it is. But yeah, you say good draw in the cup, but it's potential banana skin again. Although I said that before this Preston game and we did a thoroughly professional job in that and didn't even look like uh, conceding the goal. But Preston are struggling in the championship, I think. Sheffield United are second. Be very surprised if they're not at the very least in the playoffs come the end of the season. Uh, and Wrexham, obviously a few divisions down, but obviously everyone knows about Wrexham with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKellery. I can't is his name, apologies. Uh, but they're top of the National League and they'll only go from strength to strength as well. So whoever we get in that, Wrexham or Sheffield United, they are going to be at home. They are going to be at home in front of their own fans. It's the fifth round. Am I right in saying that the next round is the quarterfinal? Is there a sixth round and then the quarterfinal? I'm not sure. But any, anyway, uh, two teams flying high in their respective divisions. will fancy their chances against Spurs, I'm sure. Uh, and if it's Wrexham as well, they get to see the Harry Canes, the Suns, uh, the Benton Kurs, the Kulisevskis, and, and all of those top, top players as well uh, that they don't get to see every week. So a good draw in in on paper, but in reality, it's another one of those that, I mean, Sheffield United aren't that far away from us being top of the championship, uh, second in the championship. Uh, but again, still, it's two teams that we should be beating on paper. But as we all know from years and years and years of the FA Cup, it doesn't really work like that. Uh, but yeah, Wayne Bonner said fifth round and then the quarterfinal. And East Anglia Spurs, how are you doing, buddy? Uh, literally what I've just said, same with Sheffield United as well. Wrexham should not be underestimated. They'll give it absolutely everything against our pampered princesses. Uh, but yeah, East Anglia, uh, I was saying, uh, I think Sheffield United have had their scare uh, uh, yesterday. So I, I would back them to go through professional job at home against Wrexham. But uh, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, let's move away from the FA Cup just quickly. I haven't put a picture up because I can't stand the guy. Uh, when I say Judas, you know exactly who I mean. He's done an interview where he said uh, he thinks he should be forgiven by Spurs fans 
and it's too over the top. What kind of world are we living in for the songs where we wish he will have a party when he dies? Uh, I agree with part of it. I don't agree with the other part. The part that I agree, uh, I have to say, seeing having a party and singing songs about people dying, I do think is pretty disgraceful and 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 really over the top. Unless, of course, that person is someone like Adolf Hitler, who's killed millions and millions of people. Uh, but the thing I don't agree with that he should be forgiven. Never, ever will I forgive Sol Campbell. Uh, and, you know, people say it's over the top, but I know West Ham fans will never, ever get, forgive Frank Lampard. They got 11 million for him. We got nothing for Sol Campbell. And he lied to us. Uh, and back to the very uh, cut Wayne Bonner. I fancy Wrexham in the next round. Uh, yeah, back to that. I mean, they, they, there'll be no pressure on them at Sheffield United. People will be expecting them to lose. So could play into their hands uh, all the pressure on Sheffield United but yeah Sol Campbell Judas I I don't ever sing the songs about you know having a party when he dies uh, I don't do it with Levy either I think yeah sing, having parties and singing about people dying when they haven't actually killed bit millions and millions of people or done anything like that I don't agree with that I don't agree with that at all but in terms of forgiving him uh, I do not think I do not think uh Wayne Bonner, absolutely. Campbell is called Judas for a reason. Never forgiven for how sh he's shit all over the fans. Yeah. I'll sign. I'll sign. I'll sign. Oh, contract's up. I've got to Arsenal. Uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. Knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, and then went to our rivals and stitched us up. When we could have easily got quite a lot of money if he'd have just said, I want to go. Uh, so, yeah, I'll never, ever forgive him. Never, ever forgive him. But, yeah, I don't agree with the singing the songs about the... Uh, dying so I, I think he's right on that respect in that respect but uh, and let's talk about the other big news uh uh this is this guy pedro povo is he isn't he uh i don't subscribe and pay too much attention to all these people on twitter who know everything uh, you can't see my inverted commas there because uh it know everything uh Roman fabrizio romano i'll um listen to uh, a couple on, on Sol Campbell here, East Anglia Spurs. Wishing death on somebody is anybody is awful, especially over a sport. No Spurs fan will ever forgive or forget what Sol did. Uh, a good start for him would be to accept his wrongdoings and apologise to us. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fortunately, I don't think he will. I, I I reckon in his own mind, he thinks he probably didn't do anything wrong. Uh, and Wayne, uh, never forgive. Never, I've, I've never forgiven Campbell, but I'll never wish someone to die over a game of football. Uh, that's what I think as well. But yeah, uh, Pedro Povo. Uh, so yesterday, Fabrizio Romano, all done and dusted. Paperwork just being signed. He's having his medical today. Uh, wake up this morning. Uh, it's off. Sporting have changed terms of something. I saw someone say it was about administration fees, but whatever it is. Uh, you've obviously got people who believe it's Levy who's done something, which, you know, given his track record, <laughs> isn't, isn't uh, beyond the realm's possibility to believe. Uh, so it could easily have been Levy who's had to get involved and then it's all gone tits up because of that. Uh, but from what Fabrizio Romano was saying on Twitter, it's all Sporting's decision to to change the terms. Uh, Povo is devastated as he was told he could leave and he just wants to go to Tottenham. Uh, and then we've had representatives from Sporting and Spurs all day trying to sort it out. So I think it will happen. There's another day left. I think it's... Is it 11 p.m. tomorrow or is it midnight? I think it's 11 p.m. tomorrow that it's all done and dusted. Uh, so what is it now? Half seven. So we've got over 24 hours. So I think something will be done and dusted there. 
But again, if 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 it is the administration fees, and I read it was two point five million. Again, this is someone in the know, and I put that in inverted commas. Uh, if it is two point six million, and Conte wants him, you're paying like forty anyway to pay the. You know, you don't need another Grealish situation. And uh, and yeah, Wayne Bonner. Uh, thank you very much, Wayne. Eleven p.m. tomorrow. Uh, any questions I need answering, I'll ask you, Wayne. And if you could uh, <laughs> respond and let me know, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, cheers, Wayne. And and. Has to be said as well, Wayne is always in the chats in all Spurs uh, uh, podcasts, so uh, big thanks to him. And East Anglia Spurs, haven't seen you on here before, but thank you so much for watching and tuning in. Really appreciate and getting your comments in as well. Everyone else, get your comments in, questions or, or, or comments you want to or talk about, topics you want to talk about relating to Spurs. Um, but yeah, Pedro Poirot, I, I expect it to happen. I expect it to happen. Uh, 24 hour, Over 24 hours left. Uh, it was done and dusted, and then it's for some reason it's changed. And it doesn't really help sporting. If you've got a guy who's distraught there because he can't leave and he was told he could, it doesn't really help them if you just keep him. Uh, whether they're after Hector Bellerin, I, I read as well, uh, as a replacement. So maybe it's something that they can't get him, so they've got to delay it. Um, but yeah, I would expect Poro to turn up. Uh, Dunjuma we bought. I mean, that completely came out of the blue. Uh, it looks like Hill might be leaving... Uh, after uh, after Danjuma arriving, uh, reading today, Spence is going to go on loan to somewhere. A lot of interested parties. I think that would be the best option. Certainly, if Poro turns up, he's not going to get a game without Poro there. Uh, if Poro does turn up, there's no chance of him getting a game. So he has to go on loan. But for me, it, it's been a poor window, even if it ends with Poro signing tomorrow. Uh We've got a central defence problem that needs rectifying. I know we're after a German one. I can't remember his name. I know he's 21, uh, although I did see a summer sat transfer is more likely. But again, that was from an in-the-know person. Uh, so I have no idea. But 21-year-old defender, central defender. I think we re- ideally we need someone who's ready to go now. So Cancelo. Ah, East Anglia Spurs. I created your logo in the background. Changed my profile name since then. I take breaks from Twitter. So I'm um, cesspit. I hear you there. But yeah, uh, yeah, I've never had you on on here before. But I've I've spoken to you on Twitter. The, the yeah, the the logo is superb, and and I'd have never been able to create it myself. Uh, so big big thanks to East Anglia Spurs there for for doing that for me. And uh, yeah, great to have you on the show. Uh but yeah, the transfer window. Uh, for me, we're crying out for some creativity. I know when we have Kane, Kulisevsky and Bentacle on the pitch, we have a little bit more that relies on those three players. Trossard, I'm not devastated that we didn't get Trossard because I don't think Trossard would be the answer to our problems. But the issue that I have is, you know, we've signed one person and we're one day away from the end of the transfer window. Leandro Trossard was linked with us and there was Amin and Arwin, £12 million bid, which is a disgrace. Uh, and then within 24 hours, Arsenal decided we want him. Here's the bid that you want. And now he's an Arsenal player. It's the proactivity of Arsenal and Chelsea. You could say the same, although they're buying every single player under the sun. Uh, but it's a proactivity. We want that player. Let's go out and get him. No messing about. Let's go get him. They want this amount of money. Let's go get him. And yeah. I know Casado's uh, transfer to 60 and 70 million was was declined, but you can't say that them offering 60 and 70 million for someone who cost 4 million like a year ago is an insulting bid. It's not at all. It's just not what Brighton want. 
Uh, if they'd have offered 30 million, then yeah, you could maybe say that's an insulting bid from Arsenal. But they're being proactive where we're being reactive. We need a central defender or or two, uh, one at a bare minimum. Doesn't look like we're going to get one, certainly not a ready made one. We're crying out for a wing back. Uh, we've had four weeks of, of January already when the window opened. Go and get Poro then. Although there is a possibility, isn't there, that um, he wanted to play in that final, so he wouldn't have left before the final anyway, being that that was he would have still been able to leave in January. But we don't know that. If that's the case, then that's fair enough. But get the deal done, all signed and, and everything like that. I'm sure in deals these days, you can sign someone and then have a clause in there saying he won't be able to join you for another three weeks. Uh, and we need some creativity. I'm not really sure why we bought Dan Juma. I mean, he took his goal well. And we'll talk about him a little bit later. But I'm not really sure why we bought him because he's he's not going to get in ahead of Kulu. Richarlison, when he's fit, uh, son, if one of those two drops and Richarlison comes in, Kane, he's not going to come in. So he's a squad player again. We don't need squad players, I don't think. We need first 11 players. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's been a pretty poor web. And the goalkeeper, I mean, don't get me started on the goalkeeper, but I've started myself. <laughs> uh, we need a new number one. Uh, Lovies has been world-class. He's not anymore, in my opinion. He's all over the place, making mistakes left, right and centre. And and I know Forster didn't have to do anything against Preston because they didn't really make him have to do anything. But he was far, far more comfortable than Lovis has looked in recent weeks. And Again, very different if, if Forster's playing against, you know, your man cities and, and, and teams like that. But uh, simply ace in the chat. How you doing, buddy? Good evening, everyone. Please hit like and subscribe. Thank you very much. And yeah, please hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. Things under Enoch will never change, which is why we are a circus on the pitch. Any team can break our useless defence down. Yep. And East Anglia, uh, got to head out. Keep up the great work. Love your Spurs coverage. Have a great evening. Thank you so much for watching and your comments and for the logo in the background. Have a great evening yourself and come on, you Spurs. And Wayne Bonner, centre-back should have been our priority. I'm wondering what the club have going on in the background. I mean, you, you can you could have said that any year since Trippier left because there was something going on with Trippier, which is why he wanted to leave. Uh, but centre-back is a priority, but for me... Uh, creativity is a a, a a bigger priority because we just can't keep the ball. Uh, we're much better when Bentancur plays, but even then it's just him doing it. Uh, but we look so, so assured against Preston. I know it's lower league. I know it's lower league, but how many times Middlesbrough were lower league last year and they weren't doing too great. And there'll be countless others when we just kept giving the ball away and giving them the impetus and the, the encouragement go and attack us. I didn't feel any of that worry against Preston. I didn't think <laughs> I always do watching the game, but after the game, when you look at it, it's, yeah, we, we never really in danger of conceding a goal there. Uh, but yeah, sending Hill on loan is a mistake. He'll be huge for us this season, as will Sar. I'd play Hill behind Kane and or Sun. He's an option, isn't he? And he hasn't done himself any harm uh, in the last, uh, well, since the World Cup, where he's had a few good performances. Uh, he's not going to be some some suddenly coming in and, wow, he's got to be in our first 11, get Sun out and put Hill in. But he's not done himself any harm at all. So I would have kept him. Uh, I mean, obviously said to me that, although I read it wasn't a loan, it was sell. I mean, that would be a mistake in my book, not, not, not even sending him out on loan. But I would assume Dan Juma in is... Hill's replacement in the squad and then Hill is out. But yeah, I agree with you, Wayne. I think that would be a mistake to let him go. 
Sav, I really like. I haven't heard anything about him, so I'm assuming he's staying. But yeah, for me, we don't have anyone creative in that middle of the pitch apart from Bentico, and he plays a bit further back. Uh, I keep harping on about it, but back in the Poch days, you know, 16, 17, we had Ericsson, we had Dembele. One of them stayed deep. Ericsson did whatever he wanted to, to cause damage. But both of them, when the going got tough, when teams were on top of us, those two got on the ball, strung the game together, killed the game for five minutes. And then we go again and all the momentum of the other team is gone. I don't see that now. Now, as soon as the other team get momentum, it's like sharks smelling blood. They've had us constantly, constantly, constantly. And uh, Simply A said there where any team can break our useless defence down. I think if even Virgil, Vir Virgil van Dijk has shown it, if you get at him constantly, 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 he'll make mistakes. I think anyone will. Uh, back in the pot, because we had Wanyama and Dembele there marshalling stuff. It allowed the defenders time where a lot of the time in games, they weren't really doing anything other than keeping their line uh, and they weren't really under pressure. So when we did come under pressure, it was only for 20 minutes in a game rather than about 60 that we're having at the moment. And and they obviously had a world-class goalkeeper back then behind them as well. And I think what we've got at the moment is the goalkeeper is making the defenders nervous. So he's making mistakes and they're making mistakes and the defenders are making the goalkeepers nervous. He's making mistakes and they're making mistakes. I think it's all over the place. All over the place. Uh, simply ace. Uh, still need a left centre-back, centre-back, right wing-back, at least in this transfer window. And who do we get? A winger on loan. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm with you, Simply. I, I just baffles me the Dan Juma one, nicking him from Everton. I mean, they're a dire straits at the moment anyway. I don't really think he's going to save them. And he's certainly not going to fire them above us in the league. Uh, very strange. A uh, couple from Wayne. If we send Hill on loan, then hopefully that means it will be a regular next season. I'd keep Spence as well and start using a sub and an occasional star. I mean, I would with Spence, but the fact is, Wayne, I think <laughs> that sounded really confrontational there. It wasn't supposed to be. It was just a <laughs> comment. But I think the thing is there is Portsmouth game. If he can't get a game there, Conte ain't going to pick him. So, for his game time, he's got to go out on loan for me. And certainly if we get Poro, Poro, Emerson, Doherty, he isn't going to get a game at all. So for me, he has to go on loan. And in the summer, focus on two centre-backs and a goalkeeper. Uh, goalkeeper, absolutely. Centre-backs, definitely we need. But I, I'd really like to see some creativity. And Conte doesn't play with a number 10-10. But he did have Eriksen and Brozovic, who play a little bit deeper and and like the Dembele back in the day, keep the ball and 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 stop things kind of escalating. Uh, simply, Ace, we don't need world-class players, but an upgrade on what we have at least, on what we have at least to have a chance. Leicester proved it and Arsenal now. Yeah, I don't think Arsenal got the best team in the league by any stretch of the imagination. Very good coaching from Arteta. Uh, and he's mainly kept the core players... Um, um, when he started there and now they're playing for him and now they're a team. I, I think that's key. When uh, The North London derby, they were a team. We are a bunch of 11 people bound together just because we wear the same coloured shirt and shorts and have the same badge on our shirt. That's it. Uh, yeah. And uh, Spence should have been used in cups this season. Absolutely agree with that. I, I, I cannot believe he didn't start against Portsmouth. Cannot believe that. And, that, to me, says you've got to go out. You've got to go out on loan because you aren't going to get a game here. All you're going to do for a year is train and play five-a-side matches in training and, and maybe in the under-21. Although he did score a wonderful goal in the under-21s, I saw as well. Uh, 
But yeah, I mean, he must either be terrible in training or Conte just doesn't like him because it wasn't his signing. So get him out on loan, get him some first team football. Still don't think Conte will be here next season. So get him on loan, get him some first team football, and then the new manager will probably pick him next season. Uh, but let's move on to the game. Let's move on to the game. <sighs> very weird writing this sentence. A very professional performance. Finally. Uh, we had a couple of worrying moments. Any team is going to have a couple of worrying moments because it's a game of football. Unless you're, you're you know, playing at a team 20 leagues below you, you're always going to have a chance. And Preston at home in the FA Cup, they're always going to, you know, be fired up the fans. So they had a couple of moments, but not anything that I kind of head in hands moment. Uh, and then Sun turned up. We'll talk about him a bit later on. And he stole the show. Uh, and it was a very professional performance, 3-0, and very, very, very comfortable. Uh, in what I thought, I definitely had worries that it was a banana skin match uh, before the game. Uh, certainly, if we did what we normally do this season and don't turn up in the first half and give a lot of impetus, a lot of chances, a lot of momentum to the other team. Uh, and <laughs> being in the last 10 games, there was a lot of evidence to suggest we'd be doing that against Preston as well. But thankfully, we didn't. Thankfully, we, well, I think it was nil-nil at half time, wasn't it? It was three goals in the second half, but uh, they were coming. They were coming and it's not nil-nil in the first half. And we looked absolutely dreadful. We had some chances. We just couldn't take them. Uh, and then thankfully in the second half, we could. But I I had a, I, I thought after the first half, after we went to half time, the goal was coming. Carry on like that. The goal will come. And that's how it proved. Uh, and I didn't really have any worries about Preston. Uh Looking back at it now, obviously, doing the game, you, you don't... <laughs> well, I don't go, well, they're, they're terrible. They won't score a goal because guaranteed me, being a bit of a Jonah, they'll go and score within that minute. Uh, but, yeah, thoroughly professional performance. A few more of those, please, Tottenham. Uh, and, yeah, and... Yeah, I... I can't believe we've had a professional performance this season after some of the crap that we've seen in the, the, certainly the first half no-shows. No uh, yeah, Wayne Bonner fell asleep 20 to 30 minutes into the pressing game, was worried when I knew Sanchez, the Frank Spencer of football, was starting, but ha was happy to see Tanganga get a start. I mean, be interesting what happens with Tanganga in, in, in this window, though I would have thought if he was going to go, he would have gone by now. Uh but yeah, I'm not sure about Tanganga. I'm not sure about Tanganga. He obviously had that really good start against Mane, world-class player in Mane, and had him in his pocket. And then he kind of went off the boil a little bit. But I do think with Tanganga, certainly young players who have all this versatility and, you know, spend their early, early, early years playing right back, left back, centre back. They never, ever learn a position fully. They learn bits and pieces of, different positions that can fill in as a kind of utility player. Where if you look at uh, Harry Kane, for example, only ever a striker, only ever a striker. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And, and Toby Adderfield, only really a, a, a centre-back. He, he was only really used as right-back in ultra-emergencies. Uh, and yeah, I, I think versatility sometimes, certainly for a young player, is a bit of a killer. I think that's what happened to Tanganga. He's never really learned a position in the back. He's learned bits and pieces of three of them. And yeah. 
Uh, simply as uh, first half weren't at it. Second half was improvement. We can get away with it against lower league teams, but not the Premier League. That that is true, and and we can get away with it with teams like Bournemouth. We can't against Man City and Arsenal. Uh, but at least you know, clean sheet will help. And at least we kept ourselves in the game rather than going one nil down, two nil down in the first half. Uh, and sometimes sometimes these lower teams can like kind of drag you down to their level sometimes. Uh, so, but it was a good professional performance, and yeah, I mean, this surprised me. Sanchez as captain. Uh, oh, I mean, that, uh, it, it, if nothing else shows our lack of squad depth, uh, I think that comment there from Simply Ace, just those three words, Sanchez was captain, sum it up absolutely perfectly. Perfectly, and uh, yeah, Wayne Bonner agreed, worried me more. Uh, but yeah, professional performance. And then we come to the man of the moment. So we haven't had this uh, pic a picture like this for a little while. Sunny. Two goals. Uh, first one, absolutely lovely. Second one, what you expect Sun to do as well. Well, the first one was as well. But the second one, neat little touches in the box. Not getting away from him. Get the shot off in the corner. No chance for the goalkeeper. Absolutely superb. I was hoping I said on uh, uh, the last show that I did, I can't remember when that was now. It wasn't Friday. I think it was last Monday. Uh, hopefully, or, or on Twitter, maybe. I, yeah, it was on Twitter as the team sheet came out. Lower league opposition. Go at them. Get Sonny a couple of goals. Get his confidence up. But my dad did say, I, I saw my dad yesterday, Spurs fan as well. He said uh, he wasn't surprised and he had a, a bit of a feeling that Sun would play well without Kane in the team. So he's got an inkling and a feeling that maybe... Kane and Son are getting in each other's way, uh, which you wouldn't have thought, would you? Being that under Mourinho, Kane was coming deep, Son was going forward. Uh, whether Conte's kind of got them both going deep a little bit, Son was going deep yesterday as uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday as well uh, to get the ball and kind of do the Kane role. So maybe they are getting in each other's way a little bit. Uh, but we just need we just need to get those front three: Kulu, Kane, Son. Play like he did at the end of last season, you know, when they were the most prolific front three in in all of football. Just just get them to do get them to do that. We'll score goals. Son will be back on form again. Uh, he's got his confidence up. Hopefully with this. So don't don't let him get two goals and then play real negative football so he doesn't get a sniff a goal. Get him sniffs a goal in the next game against City. Uh, City will attack us, so it uh, plays to our counter attacking game and. We showed away from there, we can score goals against them. Yeah, they can score goals and they've got Haaland and all these top, top players going forward. But they can score goals. We can score goals against them, sorry. We can score goals against them. So get Sonny some chances. Kane as well. Kulu as well. Whoever else comes in with Charleston, whatever. Uh, yeah, Scott M. How you doing, buddy? Uh, good evening to you too. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, not too bad. Hope you're doing well as well. Sonny was great. Rest of the team, not so much. They, they all did a job. They all did a job. Uh, Wayne, how did Ban, uh, Dan Juma play when he came on? We'll come to him in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, get Sonny chances against City. Get him against the last man. He's still got the pace. Still got the pace. And that second goal showed he's still got the touch there. He's still got the touch. It's all a confidence issue for him. But I reckon my dad could have a point that him and Kane are kind of get, having to change their game a little bit and getting in each other's way as they kind of figure it out. But... That's another thing I can't understand. Last year, 27 points out of 33 at the end of the season in 11 games, shooting us up to Champions League qualification. I know Arsenal threw it away, but 27 out of 33. Front three scoring goals for fun, assisting goals for fun. All of a sudden this year, 
nothing. What's changed? Why why break what isn't? Why fix what isn't broken? I don't understand it. Uh, simply, a son looked very sharp. I have a feeling he will take over as a centre forward if Kane leaves in the summer. Or Dan Juma will be the left wing back. We still have not signed Kulu yet. I think Kulu we have to. It just depends on how much it is, depending on Champions League, yes or no. Uh, but yeah, I I cannot believe, I cannot believe we will not sign Kulu. I cannot believe that we'll just send him back to Juventus. Uh, but yeah, if Kane does leave simply ace, do you think it'll be... Well, you've obviously answered it, but Sun will be the centre forward. Do you think uh, Richarlison could be? Because he obviously plays really well there when he he, he plays for Brazil, a striker. Uh, but yeah, I agree with this as well. Sun loves it when he is the man. But Saturday, it reminded me of the Poch kind of years when Kane was injured and then Sun was the man who got us the wins, 1-0 wins and got us goals. Uh and that Champions League, you know, against Man City, his goal in that first leg, I know Loris saved a penalty. So those two moments there, the saving of a penalty and his goal are what sent us through because away goals counted then. Uh, yeah, and Wayne Bonner, uh, uh, concerned with the Kulu signings, all the stuff going on with Paratici and Juve. I've... Yeah, that is true. That is true. But yeah, let's, let's not think about that. Let's not think about that. Uh Dan Juma, the new signing, uh, debut goal, took his goal well, although it looked like he scuffed it, but he got in the position, got in the position, found well by Kulu, and then sealed what was a comfortable win, put the icing on the top with our new boy getting a goal as well. Uh, to be honest, I didn't actually see the last 20 minutes because uh, game was kind of over and girlfriend wanted to watch uh, Mars Singer. Uh, I won't give any spoilers away. But needless to say, I wasn't very happy with who was revealed because I got it wrong. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dan Juma getting a goal. So I don't know how he played. I would imagine the game kind of petered out after Sun's second goal because the game was kind of over. Uh, and then we, we've been in first, second gear. And then, you know, we, we've gone and got a goal. Uh, and Scott M. Um, uh, agree they got the job done which is most important absolutely and hopefully that gives them a bit of confidence clean sheet and not really any pressure uh, from the other team and kept the ball and kept it stringing along nicely and then killed the game off kind of saw the game out I assume that's what happened in the last 20 minutes like I say uh, I'm assuming it was game's done let's just coast to the end first gear second gear don't give anything away and uh, forget a chance Go and take a chance. We did that with Dan Juma with a debut goal. It remains to be seen what he's like. Will he be, you know, another son? Uh, takes a little while to get going and then absolute world star. Will he be someone who, like Akulu, you know, looks like he's been playing in that team for absolute donkey's years? Or will he be another kind of Bergvine who, who, who started off well and kind of petered away as he was in and out of the squad and had injuries and, uh, and other things like that? Uh Remains to be seen, remains to be seen. Like I said, it was complete bolt out of the blue. I didn't even know we were looking at the guy. And then all of a sudden, Spurs official have announced we've signed the guy. Uh, but yeah, I'll support him while he's still there. I'll support every player, even like your Emersons and Dyers and, and, and players that everyone doesn't like, even Sanchez. Uh, but yeah, uh, remains to be seen. He's going to be a squad player, isn't he? I think he's not going to get in ahead on merit unless he's unbelievable when he comes on and in training, he's not going to get ahead of Kane, Son, Kulu, Charleston, 
I wouldn't have thought. So he'll probably be a squad player and cup player. So whoever we play Wrexham or Sheffield United, he'll probably start in that, I would have thought, and see what he can do. But he is young. He is young. Uh, and he's had a good start. You know, one start, one goal. Well, not start, one one game coming on, uh, one goal. I suppose you can't really ask for any more than that. And now it's all about taking that as a marker, pushing on. But hopefully he's one of these players, you know, like a Torrey Andro Flo, who seemed, and, and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, seemingly far, far better when they came on a sub. When they started, they kind of didn't really do anything. Uh, hopefully not a player who needs to be, I think like Bergwijn playing week in, week in, week in, week in, week out. Because uh, I don't think he's going to get that. I don't think he's going to get that. Uh, and Kane was rested as well. Uh, he didn't look particularly well on the bench, just sitting there. Almost looked like he was sulking under his hat, but he has been ill. So thankfully we didn't need him. Uh, it was not very good, you know, having someone who's just been ill. Uh, certainly on a weaker, <laughs> uh, a lesser opposition as it were. but. It's good that he was rested. Pity he had to be there. It would have been better if he was ill to just stay at home and relax and rest there properly rather than have to get on a coach all the way to Preston and and, and sit in the cold. But he has got a week off now. He has got a week off now. Well, longer than the week off, isn't it? It's Saturday we play Preston. Sunday we play Man City. It's coming Sunday. Uh, so he has got a week off. But yeah, it's good that he, he, he didn't need to come on and... That should be a good message to the rest of the team as well. I mean, it must send out a message when, you know, you know, in the Europa League and other cup competitions, you know, here's your chance to impress me. Here's your chance to impress me. No, no, no. We need the big guys on. Get off. Uh, it must send out quite a good message that at Preston that the, the, I mean, it was still quite a strong team. Don't get me wrong, but our main man didn't play. Someone else played in front of him. And it must send out quite a good message that, you you can be good enough. You can be good enough. Apply yourself. Correct attitude. You can be good enough. We don't need to replace you with our main guy who can get us out of jail. Uh, so that should give us a bit of confidence, I would have thought. Uh, Forster, I would be starting Forster in goal. I know that's probably going to be a bit controversial, but I think with Loris, he's just confidence is all over the place, making mistakes left, right and centre. Can't rely on him. I think with Forster, certainly with Crossing, he should be better. He's huge. Uh for me, I'm not worried when Forster starts now. When Loris starts, I'm wondering when the next mistake is coming from. And like I said, I think he worries the defenders. They're trying to do too much. He's trying to do too much. Uh, the defenders, don't get me wrong, I can only imagine worry the goalkeeper as well. Uh, just take him out of the firing line for a little bit. I know it's a huge, huge game. But, yeah, I think any team now who is worth their salt in coach in scouting will play against Spurs. If Loris is there, any crosses, corners, the first ones you get, stick under his box, get men there, let him know he's in for a bit of a rough ride. Uh, Forster, big, tall, strong. I think stick it underneath his box, catches it fairly comfortably. I don't think the other team will stop putting him under his box, but I don't think they'll be peppering it like I would be doing if I was a manager and playing against Spurs with Loris there. I'd be saying, stick that underneath the box, get your tall striker or defender, you stand next to Loris, make it difficult for him. And I think that that gets rid of that element if we put Forster in and gives Loris a bit of time out of the firing line. He must see what's written on Twitter and, and things like that. Uh, it can't be helpful. Uh, so take him out of the firing line. I'd put Forster in, uh, but I don't think that will happen. I think Lovis will be back in. Uh, 
a couple from Simply Ace. Uh, Dan Juma looked good and ran at players, got into good positions and got the goal. He was furious with his teammates when he's not put through when there was another chance on goal. So uh, cheers for that, Simply Ace, because I didn't see it, like I said. But running at players, obviously, uh, end of the game, they're chasing the game, less of opposition. But how many times have we seen that and a player like, you know, Hill or, or Son this season turns around and goes backwards. So good that he, he looks to have confidence there. Got into good positions. Furious with his teammates when he wasn't put through is a very, very good trait, I think. Uh, looks like he's hungry for goals. Uh, so hopefully we've got an, an attacking player there who can chip in with a few goals this season. Uh and I agree with you, Chris. Forces should be given a go as Loris is finished now, sadly. Uh, I mean, he may not be finished, but for the for this immediate future, I think he, I, I don't think he should be starting because he's got a mistake all over him and teams will be like sharks smelling blood all over that. And Wayne agrees. Start Forster over Hugo all day long. Uh, but it, I, I will say Hugo is the best goalkeeper I've seen in a Spurs shirt in my lifetime by a bit of a mile. Uh, not the last few seasons, but the first quite a few seasons, he was absolutely superb and top, top, top class. Uh, but sadly, it's, it's always a shame when you see someone up there. <laughs> can't see because of the background, but I'm raising my hand uh, right at the top, going all the way down. It is a bit of a shame, but we definitely need a new goalkeeper uh, and a top, top number one. I do not want Jordan Pickford. I think he's even worse, uh, but it remains to be seen. Uh, but yeah, FA Cup, the big, big question. How far can we go? Will we see this with white banners on? Will we? Let's hope so. Uh, you need a bit of luck. You need a bit of luck. So we have got Wrexham or Sheffield United away. I prefer them at home. But on paper, they're games that we should be winning. You know, they're in, in, in lower divisions. So we should be winning on paper. And I was very, very impressed with the, the Preston game in the sense that giant killings happen, in my opinion, anyway, because the team who should be winning turn up thinking we've won and the other team who shouldn't be winning on paper turn up thinking we've got nothing to lose here. Let's give a good account of ourselves. Let's be professional and let's stick to the game plan. And the team who should be winning think we've already won this, aren't professional and they're surprised by the, the 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 attitude and the application of the other team, and they can't recover. Uh, and the other team have the momentum, have the belief, and then that carries on. So that's what I was worried about with Preston. That we'd turn up there thinking we've won because they're struggling in the championship, but it didn't look like that at all. It looked like we'd gone there with a professional mindset. Uh, yeah, they're struggling, but they're a professional football team. We've got to be on it, otherwise we will get turned over, and their crowd will get loud and then the game could go away from us. So we've got to do exactly the same against Wrexham or Sheffield United. And if we do that, I think we'll be fine. But whether we do that or not, I don't know. But it's a brilliant opportunity. Arsenal are out. Liverpool are out. I don't know the rest of the draw, if there's any big, big, big draws where, uh, you know, two top teams are against each other. Uh, and yeah, Wayne Bonner, very optimistic. FA Cup is coming home to Tottenham this year. I really hope so. That time he won a trophy, although I was saying that 10 years ago. But we've got a real good opportunity, certainly to get into the quarterfinals. Wrexham or Sheffield United in round five, then it's the quarterfinals. And, you know, 
you're three games, two games away from a final. And then if you can get to a final, it's a one-off game. It's a one-off game. So I think we can win it. We obviously need a little bit of luck. You know, if we get through Wrexham or Sheffield United and then go away to Man City next round, then it obviously is a lot trickier than if you go to someone a few divisions down. But it doesn't matter if you go to someone a few divisions down. Like I say, with Giant Killings, you've got to have the right attitude. And Preston, we had the right, well, from what I saw on TV anyway, we had the right attitude. This is a professional team. We haven't won anything yet because the game hasn't started. When the game starts, that's when we win the game. Yeah, the first half, nil-nil, but 3-0 and 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 quality told in the end. We've got to do exactly the same against Vexham or Sheffield United. And I'm not sure either team is going to be more preferable, to be honest, because Wrexham will have nothing to lose. And they'll have their fans behind them. It'll be an intimidating atmosphere. They'll have nothing to lose because of how many divisions they are down. And they showed yesterday they can go. They were 1-0 down against Sheffield United and ended up leading twice. Then just got caught out by a last-minute winner. Sheffield United. Although, will Sheffield United be focusing more on getting to the Premiership? I'm not sure. But either way, both teams, uh, Wrexham are top of the National League. Sheffield United second in the Championship. So, both teams firing. Uh not going to be easy at all, whoever we get. Not going to be easy at all. If we had them at home, I'd be a lot, lot more confident. Uh, but away from home, it's not going to be easy at all. And Wrexham is the the kind of, I was going to say Hollywood story because of who's in charge there. But like the fairy tale story, you know, complete minnows. And there's usually one uh, in most FA Cup years, not all of them, but someone who a lot of leagues down get really far into the tournament. Uh, Let's hope it's not Vex and let's hope the fifth round is their, their limit this year. But yeah, I think it can come home. I think it can come home. If we get a bit of luck in the draws and we turn up at Sheffield United or Wrexham with the correct attitude, correct mentality and do a professional job again, there's no reason why we can't do that and get into the quarterfinals. Still in the Champions League next round as well. AC Milan's coming up soon. Uh, we've beaten them once in Champions League. We can beat them again. Uh, still not out of the top four race in, in, in Premier League. You know, the 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 title race we're completely out of that and I think St Tottenham today unfortunately is going to happen uh, but we can definitely get into the quarter final and then pull our fingers out huh, and make some actual good signings in the summer <laughs> chance will be a fine thing more chance of us winning the league cup than that and uh, we're not in it uh, but yeah Definitely can win the FA Cup this year. Need a little bit of luck, although simply Ace has said, knowing our luck, we will beat Man United in the semi-final, lose to Brian in the final. Can see us going out of the quarterfinals. We cannot defend and we have wing-backs that can't cross. Uh, like I said, I think this Poro thing will get over the line tomorrow. So I think he'll be a Spurs player come the end of the transfer window. I think the fact that they've cancelled it at literally the last second it's little things that they're not happy with rather than, no, 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 we need the player, we need the player, he's not going anywhere. So I think he'll be a Spurs player come the end of the window. So that means Emerson won't be playing, thank God. Uh, Perisic can cross the ball, he's just lost a bit of pace. Sessignon has got a massive half of the season left for me. If Sessignon doesn't step up and, and show that he's, he's he, he can step up, I'd be getting rid of him in the summer. Uh, I like Sessignon. I really like Sessignon, but can't be carrying passengers. Can't be carrying passengers. Yeah. 
And uh, if it's true, yeah, simply ace. Daniel Levy ain't going to lose 2.5 million on admin fees for Poro. Uh, if that's what it is, if that's what it is, that's what I saw. But again, that was someone who was in the know. Uh, yeah, and simply ace, big fan of Levy, that greedy star, 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 star. star. Uh, but yeah, I still think he'll be a Spurs player. I think something will be thrashed, thrashed out. And he wants to join, so it doesn't really help sporting having a player there who's who's furious with them and doesn't want to be there. So I think I think that will get over the line tomorrow, and he'll be a Spurs player. That will keep Emerson out. Uh, we will have then so two two I think that can cross Poro and Perisic. But yeah, Sessignon, unless he pulls his finger out, and he's done bits. You know, the Liverpool last year he set up the goal uh, song. I think it was. Uh, away from home at Anfield. So he's done it in fits and starts. He needs to be doing it more consistently. And and maybe it's because he doesn't play every game. I don't know. But I think he has a lack of confidence. And, and when's enough enough? When, when do you say you need the confidence now? Otherwise, we can't really do anything. So for me, a massive half of a season for Cessna. I think he's playing for his Spurs future. And if I was manager, that would be what I'd be saying to him, and then I'll be looking to cash in in the summer. I think Fulham would take him back. There'll be a lot of premiership play, uh, teams that would take him back. He'd be able to do a brilliant job uh, for them. Uh, but yeah, if we want to get Champions League, we need players who who not ready-made, but but can make an impact. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm saying that, and we've got those central defenders. Uh, so <laughs> a bit of a contradiction for me there. But yeah. Season then over by any stretch, you know, Champions League was still in. You never know about that. You know, we weren't the best team in t- 2019 or, or, or even the second best team in 2009. We got through to a final. Man City won the league that year and we beat them, knocked them out. Uh, so you never know on that. Again, luck of the draw. FA Cup, luck of the draw. Professional performance against Wrexham or Sheffield United is the first port of call. And then you're looking for the luck on the draw. And, you know, we had a brilliant end to the uh, last half of the season last year. No saying we can't do that again this year. And then that will fire us into Champions League. So plenty to play for. Uh, this Preston game hopefully will do us the world of good. Certainly do Sonny the world of good. Do Kane the world of good having a rest. It's a pity he didn't get a rest when he was fully fit and healthy. Uh, but a rest is a rest. I think Hoiberg had a rest as well. I'm not sure though. But yeah, plenty to play for. Plenty to play to, Plenty to play for. Uh, put my teeth back in. Uh, but yeah, we've pretty much reached the end now. The the the, the Wrexham, Sheffield United draw, Porro, shenanigans. Uh, pretty much the, 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 the big stories today. And then it's about Preston. Uh, we've got the preview of Man City on Friday. Uh, yeah, and Conte's catch-up. Uh, breaking news, Spurs resolve issues with sporting for Porro. Whether that's true or not. I have no idea, but I think we'll sign him, like I've said. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be doing a preview for the Man City game on Friday, the review next Monday. Uh, if you like a bit of magic, go to Chris's Magic on YouTube, uh, one trick a week, every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. UK time, and then come back here for your Spurs fix on Let's Talk Tottenham, Mondays, 7.30 p.m. UK time, Fridays, 12.30 p.m. UK time. Preview on Friday for the City game. 
yeah, Conte's catch-up. It's true. Go check it out. When we finished here, I will do. And Simply Ace, great show as always. Thank you, buddy. And great show as well because of people like yourself and Wayne Bonner and Conte's catch-up and uh, uh, East Anglia Spur and others as well for getting in the chat. Really makes the show. Uh, so really appreciate that, Simply Ace and everybody else in the chat. Please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. Also hit the notification bell. Do the same on Chris's Magic as well. Back here, 12.30pm UK time on Friday for the City preview. And then hopefully at this time next Monday, we'll be celebrating a win over the City again at home. Hopefully Kane as well can get his record there, the Jimmy Greaves record. He deserves to get it at home in front of 60,000 fans rather than 5,000 fans away from home. Although he won't really care. He won't really care. But yeah, thanks for watching. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, notification bell. See you on Friday. And as always, come on, you Spurs. Thanks so much for watching. For everybody who joined in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Also, please hit that notification bell. That will give you a notification every time we're about to go live. And it's all completely free. For those who missed the live show, you can catch this whenever you want on Let's Talk Tottenham's YouTube channel. Please also hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. And everybody, please leave feedback, comments, suggestions in the comments section on the YouTube videos. For those of you who listen to the audio podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anyone who wants that audio podcast, you can pick that up wherever you get your podcast from. We're back Mondays, 7.30pm UK time and Fridays, 12.30pm UK time. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter at LTalkTottenham, Instagram, Let's Talk Tottenham Podcast, you can find information there anyone who wants something a little bit different also do a magic show so i do one trick a week which drops wednesday 7 30 p.m uk time chris's magic on youtube is where you'll find that but in the meantime come on you spurs <laughs>